0: listening to the Fish on TED podcast with your host, Ted Johnson.
1: Well, hello, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on TED podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening today. We're changing things up a little bit as the season is changing up on a lot of you, uh, going from one species to another. And we're going to be talking about duck hunting in Northern California today. And our guest uh, has been with us before. It's James Stone of Elite Sportsman. Uh, James, are you there?
0: Yes, Ted. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you, man?
0: I'm doing wonderful. We're getting excited. We're just wrapping up our King Salmon season on the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and getting amped up and getting decoys ready and Rice fields are getting cut and the ducks are already showing up. We got geese showing valley. up in the valley and everybody's starting to get excited about waterfowl season starting on October 19th.
1: October 19th. Is that, is that a Saturday? I don't have a calendar here in front of you. Is that when that starts? It,
0: it is. It is. Yeah. It's going to be Saturday, October 19th, all the way through January 31st, waterfowl season in Northern California.
1: Wow. Well, now, now, James, you have different facets of your business as you mentioned that uh, you, you are also in the sports fishing business been fishing uh, salmon and that sort of thing but you also have different facets on the hunting side do you you guide and then you have uh, land leases and that sort of thing
0: yeah absolutely Ted. we we lease
1: um privately lease
0: rice fields all across the valley in six different counties to some that are um, areas that we hunt uh, for personal use some areas that we um, hunt with our clients as guidelines and some areas that we use for dry field goose hunting to where we go in and set up mobile hunts and we go Mm -hmm. in there and try to move around and chase the geese as they migrate into Northern California.
1: Right, right. And you have, uh, what is it? Specs and snow geese in your part of the world, right? Yeah,
0: that's correct. We have got a lot of speck bully geese, the most prized goose out there, a ribeye of the sky, everyone calls them. They're the best oh, table right. fare and the most exciting to hunt, is, uh-huh. as well as snow geese, which getting under a tornado of five to 10,000, if not more, snow geese at one time can really be one of the most exciting parts of any style of hunting. It's a lot of fun, and both of them respond very well to decoys and calling, and uh, it's one of our most popular hunts which starts at about December 20th to the last end of the day in January uh-huh. 31st for waterfowl season.
1: Isn't that a crazy experience sitting in uh, you know, in, in a low-lying blind or, or what I used to call the coffins and having hundreds of geese kind of come down on you? I've, I've had that happen a couple times in my life. And holy smokes, that gets the heart beating, doesn't it?
0: It does. I always say to my clients if this doesn't get exciting and they always say man you're, you're excited about it and I say if it doesn't get me excited anymore that's when I'm going to stop doing it but it hasn't stopped I've been chasing geese hard since 2002 and I uh, I'm on my 18th season of chasing these geese up and down the valley and it's yeah. a lot of fun we've got over 50 different private leased fields that we can wow. chase these geese in multiple counties to try to ensure the best success for our clients. You know, it's not always a guarantee on harvest, but we try I, to make it every single hunt as best we can for our opportunity.
1: Yeah. Now, now you mentioned also, James, that that spec hunting is one of the most exciting uh, type of uh, goose hunting that, that a person can do. Why is that?
0: Well, I think they're both exciting. You know, duck calling's really ex- uh, duck hunting and calling is so, so exciting because – when you're calling birds in right into your face and shooting them right over decoys. Um, Mm -hmm. it's a very exhilarating thing. Um, and so is snow goose hunting. I mean, it's different. They're both completely two different styles of hunting. So one is done with bigger groups normally so that you can harvest more birds because Mm -hmm. you're getting less opportunities. And the other one's more of, you know, they say the gentleman's sport or the, the, you know, the the sport to where men and women and children can enjoy hiding from ducks, calling them in and fooling them to land in their decoys and right before they land, jump up and harvest their bird. And there's such good table fare. So that's why many people just enjoy the sport as well as the lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, how many blinds do you, uh, uh, do you lease or or, uh, have available for clients each year? So we
0: we have um, over 35 blinds currently um, that a lot of them are subleased. Um, but the blinds that we do keep for personal use, we've got a few personal blinds that we only use for our family and close friends. And then we've got a few blinds that we use for guiding um, up and down the valley, a total of uh, six guide blinds for waterfowl on water.
1: Uh-huh. Wow. And uh, we haven't talked much about the uh, about ducks uh uh, what, in regards to ducks, what, what, uh, what comes into your your area there?
0: Most of the um, birds that we're shooting are mallards, pentail, wigeon, teal, and then we will get some other birds. Um, you know, we get wigeon, wigeon a lot of widgeon when they come down and migrate. Um, we also can get wood ducks and spoonbills and some other birds as well, but um, we're getting mainly puddle ducks. Um, there's there's not, not too many divers because we're hunting shallow water rice fields so they're coming out of the refuges feeding in the rice fields and then going back to safe haven or roost spots in natural clubs or in the butte sink
1: ah very good it's, now, now do you get many northern birds that come come through the valley there?
0: absolutely I actually posted on Facebook tonight we had speckle bellies and snow geese flying over our house tonight uh, we live about two miles north of the Sutter Refuge. Um, And uh, we've got birds flying over us the last few nights. They're coming into the valley right now. They're they're here on time. The rice fields are all starting to get harvested. They're already grinding in fields, getting feed, getting grain from these fields. And they're just going to keep coming more and more. All the northern birds from Canada will start coming down. They're going to start pushing in. And by mid-October, late-October, We'll have a big push, our first big push of birds, and then Mm -hmm. we'll start getting bigger bigger pushes after Thanksgiving into early December.
1: Right, right. Now, now the the blinds that you have set up, are they ground blinds? Is that where they are?
0: Most of them are steel tanks that are already in the ground permanently that we leave in the ground year after year that we set up with dressing them with flip lids or some type of camouflaging cover. They've got stools. And they've got heaters in the blind to keep you warm if Perfect. you want to have a heater. And it's mm-hmm. really nice and comfortable. Some of the yep. mobile goose hunts can be less comfortable um, yep. where you could be laying in a white suit, hiding in a goose spread of uh, white socks. And you could be in a pit blind that we have uh, roll top lids on to keep you out of the shelter. So we've got different situations for all aspects of hunting. And mm-hmm. like I said, we move, we move around and try to keep you as comfortable as possible but sometimes you've just got to get down and dirty and lay in the mud if you want to kill the birds.
1: <laughs> that's part of the sport. Isn't it? it is. Yeah. And, and you provide the guide and the outfitter. What else do you provide if somebody wants to book a day with you?
0: We provide all of the calling. We provide all of the transportation to and from the blind, provide all the dog work that's retrieving all of your birds, all mm-hmm. of the decoys that are provided at the site of the hunt. Pretty much all you have to do on most of our hunts, most of our duck and goose hunts, is show up with a hunting license, your own firearm, and your own steel shot ammunition. And, mm-hmm. and then everything else is provided for you that you would need to be successful. Uh-huh. However, some, some, some customers like, you know, have uh, waiters and have uh, certain other aspects of duck hunting that will keep you maybe more comfortable in certain right. weather conditions. Um, recommended that you bring a little snack or, you know, a light lunch or a sandwich or something so that you can uh, refuel if you get parched from uh, all of the uh, waiting around between uh, shots and between birds.
1: Right. Now, I would imagine you get into the blind before light. Uh, what time do you usually leave the blind?
0: Um, normally our hunts, um, you know, are on average are about a six-hour hunt. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes a little bit shorter if the guide feels that, you know, there's nothing else going to happen for the day. You know, normally after sitting there for about an hour, hour and a half, uh, we'll look at the clients and say, you know, it doesn't look like anything else is going to happen. And, you know, if they want to leave early, sometimes we do, Uh, but we do offer the hunt and normally ends at about noon um, on average, I would say around noon. So it's, it's about a five and a half to six hour hunt on average.
1: That's a good hunt. Yeah. And and where, where are you located in, in regards to, I mean, if somebody wants to book a multi-day hunt with you, James, um, are there uh, facilities and hotels and restaurants around uh, to uh, uh, take care of people? Absolutely.
0: We're in the heart of Sacramento Valley, about one hour to an hour and a half north of Sacramento, depending on where we're hunting. But on average, you know, we live near the town of Yuba City, California. It's a bigger Mm -hmm. town, plenty of hotels, plenty of restaurants, and plenty of other things to do if you want to come up for a few days and visit wonderful Sutter County. We also have people stay in Calusa a lot also in Calusa County. We live right between Yuba City and Calusa at the heart of the Sutter Buttes in in the Butte Sink. And uh, we've got blinds spread out all around the area so that we can ensure Uh, a good hunt, and most of our blinds are located between 30 and 40 minutes from Yuba City. Um, It allows us to have close blinds so that people can hunt near Sutter Refuge, near Delavan Refuge, near Sacramento National Wildlife Refuge, Lonaseco and Gray Lodge as well near Gridley, um, in the Gridley area in Butte County. So we do move around a lot, we're chasing birds, um, and we try to put you in the best situation. We don't hunt every blind every day, we mm-hmm. do have rest days on most of our properties where we do not even go there. We do not even hunt the property. That way we can rest it in between hunts so that we can try to hopefully get a better harvest for our clientele.
1: You bet. You bet. And, and as I remember, um, Yuba City has a sporting clays range around it somewhere. So if somebody wants to come in a day before and sort of uh, uh, knock the rust off their gun, they can do that too, can't they?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and we also have a lot of privately leased fields. So if somebody wanted to come up the night before and shoot some clays, we can also arrange something for them to do something like that. So uh, right. we've got a lot of different things that we can do and try to help out if uh, someone wanted to make a multiple-day trip out of it. We do have a lot of clients that come from Southern California and out of state to come uh, do these wonderful hunts. You know, just mm-hmm. gotta make sure that everybody has. Uh, as I said, they're firearms and they're steel, their steel shot shotgun shells, and uh, they're ready to go for a fun time. And uh, we're expecting to have a great season. It's supposed to be a wet winter, according to the Farmer's Almanac, and we're already starting to get water on a lot of the refuges. So the birds are going to start migrating in. Rice harvest is underway right now. We're going to mm-hmm. see most of our farmers harvesting rice for the next 30 to 45 days and we are going to see the migration of birds coming in right after.
1: Wow. And what, what's the limit in Northern California for ducks?
0: So for the average duck day, for every person that obtains a license, you can harvest seven ducks per day, and it's a 21-day p- possession limit. So if you come for three days and limit out for three full days, you can take 21 ducks home with you while wow. you're transporting legally. And now mm-hmm. for geese, we have really high limits. It's a very liberal limit. 10 speckled geese and 20 snow geese for a total of 30 geese per person per day. Now, Good. I want all of you <laughs> listeners to realize out there that that doesn't always happen every day. So don't mm-hmm. expect just to come on a guided hunt and shoot 30 geese. That's right. a guide that's telling you from years and years of experience and hundreds and hundreds of hunts that it doesn't always happen like that. But sometimes mm-hmm. it does and the stars align perfectly, and the shooting is good, and the calling is good, and the decoys are good, and the location's good, and when those stars align, everyone, that's when you get the hunt of a lifetime. And yeah. I've been fortunate enough to have been on some of those hunts, and some of my clients have as well, and they are the most exciting hunts in the world when everything aligns on a really good goose hunt, and you've got a lot of people in the field, and you're shooting hundreds of geese in a morning shoot. It's a yep. lot of fun. Our yep. current record is a little over 300 birds in one day of shooting between oh, wow. our clients on one field, and it wow. was an amazing hunt.
1: Oh, that's crazy, man! <laughs> really, really, yeah, wow. I, yeah. I I got into one of those days a, a number of years ago, and uh, it was it was freezing outside and kind of you know freezing fog and a little bit of drizzle, and we were in a cornfield and the mallard started coming in and you know within 10-15 minutes you had your limit and we were calling people going hey get over here you got a gun today's the day and we just kept blasting mallards all day long you know and like you were saying that's that's a hunt of a lifetime it's something that you just don't experience uh, maybe but once or once or twice in your life
0: that's absolutely correct and you can't shoot them from the couch and you can't shoot them from facebook so you know rather than trying to read about the news you got to get out there, and you got to make the news, as we said. There, you got to be—you got to be part of the story.
1: There, there you go, there you go. Do you, do you get many returned hunters coming and, and hunting with you from season to season? Absolutely,
0: I yeah. would say probably seventy percent of our business is all repeat clientele that come hunting with us every single year. Some people come up for weekends out of a time. We have a few hunters that come up and hunt with us for a week straight um Mm -hmm. we've got uh, a lot of hunters that will just come up for the day and come up and just hunt one day with us we can accommodate any any schedule any amount of people that you want to come up and do a big hunt we also have a caterer if you want to do catered lunches um out in the field i can have a caterer come to do catering out there and cook in the field for you so that when you're done with your duck hunt there's food for you now there's also a cost that comes with that Sure. Um, an additional cost directly to the caterer, but I mean, we can accommodate and do anything that anyone out there wants us to do and try right. to help them have a really fun time. We also work with kids. We love to shoot with juniors and we'd love to do instructional stuff, work on shooting. I used to be mm-hmm. a shotgun instructor and in shooting. I can help in a lot of ways with, uh, you know, your kids out there or your or friends or if you're newer to duck hunting and you just want to learn more, i 'm the guy to sit there in the blind with you and talk to you about it, and so are my other guides there's mm-hmm. a lot of different a lot of different opportunities and a lot of great hunts that we can put you on, so always feel free to give us a call at any time, any questions or shoot us an email or ping us on our website and we 'll be more than happy to help um, try to accommodate any anyone in any type of situation
1: well terrific well terrific gosh it sounds like uh, things are are uh... Are just ramping up for this season. And if the bird season is anything like the salmon season, it's going to be one heck of a 2019,
0: isn't it? Yeah, we're really excited. Um, Everything's looking great. The stars are all aligning. The salmon were late this year, but they're all coming in now into the rivers. Um, Things are looking good. The birds are already showing up, and uh, we're into full fall transition. The next two days, I think, are our last two hot days in the 90s. And then we're supposed to drop down into the 60s next week. So, 60s and 70s, the next couple of weeks in Northern California only means one thing. It's duck season. It's goose season. It's time to start hunting. So, everyone needs to get their waders out, get their shotguns
1: ready, and get ready to start hunting ducks. It's going to be a fun one. Sounds great. Well, James, how do people get a hold of you? What's your telephone number? So, the best way for everyone to
0: get me is just call me directly on my cell phone. You can also text me if you just have a quick question. And the, the best number is 530, area code, 530-923-9440. Again, that's 530-923-9440. They can find me on the web at elitesportsman.com or on Facebook at Elite Sportsman
1: Guide Service. Perfect. Well, James, thank you so much for carving out a little part of your day today. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we wish you uh, the best of seasons in in 2019 and 2020. It sounds like uh, it could be epic.
0: That sounds great. Thanks a lot, Ted, and we'll talk to
1: you guys soon. And everyone, remember, don't shoot where they was, shoot where they're going to be.